Lil Wayne, Baby Mama Drama, Prince Harry, Beyonce, and the Dixie Chicks, Headphony, oh my gosh, Snakes on a Plane, and more on today's Headlines with Headliners. Are you going to... You're going to shake the... Mm-hmm. Are those tassels on your, on your headband? Like, what exactly are They're those? American flags with streamers. Because you're voted. Yeah. Because you voted. And people feel really special about voting. You're supposed to vote. It's Excuse part of your me. civic duty. It's not about feeling special. It's about encouraging others to vote. I make voting look fun. This makes me not want to no, vote. No, Like, when I say, see stuff like the the stickers and the and the, and the tassels and things, it's like, yo, I don't want to be a part of that. No, It's kind of like when people get mad at you for not watching Game of Thrones... It makes me not want to watch Game of Thrones. Like, I don't want to watch it. The thing is, people like you were already voting anyway, so I don't have to worry about getting you to vote. It's all the people that are like me that want to have fun. They're going to go vote. They're like, yeah, 18? This is going to make an 18-year-old vote. Why did... No, it's not. Yes, it is. Why? uh, You know what make an 18-year-old vote? What? Molly. Like, if they were giving (laughs) Molly out at the voting stations, that's what I'm saying. Bernie would have won if... This is why Bernie lost. Bernie lost because all the millennials, all the young people that were gung-ho and tweeting, when they found out they had to wake up at Tuesday at 7 a.m. and go vote for them, no one wanted to get up and vote. That's the problem. I know. It's like people don't want to put in the effort because it's effort. You were in, How long was the line you were in? It was only five people. If you go to the Venice school, hey, it's only, it was, I couldn't believe it. Really? I went there expecting a super long line. Me and I met some dude outside because there was somebody out there trying to get, uh, rally people to vote yes on Prop 64 while I was trying to get everybody to vote no. So I got all my friends and we all went in and voted no. Um, there was only five people in line. Like we got in there and was like, is this, is this where we're supposed to be? They're so like, yeah. for those who don't know, Prop 64 is actually the legalization of marijuana within the state of California. However, the legalization of California, uh, marijuana within California comes with a lot of stipulations that a lot of people don't re- read through. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they sell it based on saying it's just legalizing marijuana, but it's not. First of all, the profits, instead of going towards education and resources and programs within the inner city, go solely towards law enforcement mm-hmm. and programs in the suburbs for saying no to drugs, which is a big thing. Also, it makes law enforcement have a lot more control over who can possess marijuana and how much they can possess, and it would actually go into effect and make things worse than they are right now. So that's something a lot yeah. of people didn't know. And then I voted no on Proposition 60, <laughs> which is like, because we're, we're, we're like, yo, I don't want condoms in my porn. Not at all. And I actually watched the Vice segment which explained that actually people in the porn business also don't want to use it because not only do they lose business, but the porn uh, the porn companies already have a very good system yes, set up. Yes, they do. And that situations where people contract things like HIV or STDs actually happen outside of the porn industry and they are regulated so well yes. that these people cheat and that's why there's been any outbreaks, even the couple few that there have been. Now, in the 80s, there was a a huge outbreak, and that's why the system was implemented. And in the 80s, porn actually took it upon itself and had condoms on the workers just to promote safe sex. But that's not what this is about. The health care issue is actually more of a fine and taxing issue, and that's why there's a lobby group that that was paid for to help 
people vote for Proposition 60. Yes. Well, I was trying to get rid of it, and I feel like I was calling everybody, like, you know, we're going to be voting on the porn. Because not everybody wants to go vote for Hillary or Donald, but I'm trying to get them to the to the polls. Like, There's a lot yo, of you better go vote on this for. porn, at least. It was so many things on there to vote to vote for the I death know. penalty. I, I, I know. <laughs> Listen, Kanisha did the most illegal thing. She hit me up while she was voting and was like, what am I supposed to vote on these things? Yes. And so I didn't tell her what to vote for. I simply told her what I voted yes, for. you did. See, what happened is I, uh, over time, I've kept this little sheet, and, and, and this is what I've been voting on, the, the notes that I had been taking, the people who I want to vote for. I get there, and I go, I don't have my sheet, and I have a bad, um, I can't retain information that well. And I'm sitting there going, I don't know none of these. So I'm in Tehran, like, and I'm right here, because it's small, too, like, trying to text. I'm like, yo, I don't know none of this. I need you to send me everything. Only three things I knew. The rest, I was like, I don't have my cheat sheet. So Hilarious. It was funny. Hilarious. But it did happen that way. Yes, it, it did. Happen. And, Those... it, and it helped me out, too, because I trust and value your opinion for I the betterment that. of this country. And I feel like if I was going to trust anybody on these issues, especially to do with the judicial system, um, I felt like coming to you was going to be the best answer. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I, I did have you vote yes for ISIS, just to let you know. <laughs> I thought we were going to get them. No. So, look, going straight into the stories, we all, as always, I'm at I am Tehran, Tehran Von Gosfried. Please find me Mondays and Thursdays at the Laugh Factory, weekends in Laugh Factory in Long Beach. I'll be at Cobbs this week in San Francisco, Wednesday and Thursday headlining. And, of course, television, blah, blah, blah. We miss Nate Jackson, who mm. is on his Wilding Out tour because he is always Wilding Out. And his Instagram is going crazy, so yes. make sure to go check out Mr. Nate Jackson on Instagram. And of course, I'm here with the lovely. Hey, everybody! You know it's me, Kanisha Bus a Bus. Um, you can catch me on Sirius XM or over at All Def Digital tonight. If you're not doing anything, come out. I'm hosting a hip hop battle. I will be doing a freestyle battle Where? at the Karma Lounge. So- Where is it? Man, I would you want to look at my phone to get the address? Where's the Karma Lounge? The Karma Lounge is in Los what Angeles. What area? It's a, it's a, it's a street. You know, the parking is kind of hard to get to. Is it like in downtown? Is it in West Hollywood? No, it's like Beverly Boulevard, I believe. Okay, maybe I'll come. If it's close to me, I'll come by. If it's I'm, like if you said Sherman Oaks, no, it's it's. it's I would have said no. <laughs> no, it's not that far. Um, okay. Uh, the Karma Lounge, it is free. We're also doing a rap battle, and I'm giving away Waka Flocka tickets because my boy Gene Londale is on tour with Waka Flocka. So I want some Waka Flocka you, tickets. You Waka Flocka's my dude, and uh, we do have uh, the sweet Miss Candace in the studio, uh, who is a world-renowned pole dancer hey. and instructor. So oh. we're so glad that she's here with us. Um, so first story, story number one. Straight into it. Lil Wayne might want to stay off the scissor and stay away from Twitter as the one-time rapper managed to infuriate his fan base last weekend when he took to ABC's Nightline and denounced the Black Lives Matter movement. Wayne states that he does not feel connected to the movement, quote, I don't feel connected to a (laughs) damn thing that ain't got anything to do with me. (laughs) Lazy baby. Yeah, he said all that in the quote. End quote. The rapper went on and said that Black Lives Matter quote just sounds weird. This coming off an interview in which Wayne stated that racism doesn't exist. Thoughts. I don't even know where to start with this. Uh, There's a couple things. The way that he was talking to that woman in the interview irritated the hell out of me. Like I was already irritated by the disrespect that he showed toward a black woman and a woman. In general. Yes. Two, I already wasn't messing with him when he said F is for phenomenal. That I had a big issue with that in that song. So I knew he wasn't rapped well at this point. And he said the only thing his lives matter to is his 
bitches. And I was like, and I was like, at this point, that's all who's going to care about you because he act like at first he didn't even know what black lives matter was. He was like, what is that? I don't know what that is. You know what it is. Don't play it. Like you don't know what it is. If, if you're going to down talk and do all that other stuff, at least recognize that you've heard of it. And it's just not over your head. Um, he feels like he does racism doesn't exist because when he was a kid and he shot himself and everybody left him there, this white officer is the one who came and helped him. And just like you said, voting is something you're supposed to do. It's an officer. He was supposed to come pick you up. It wasn't some dude just walking by, which I hope anybody would have did anyway, but that does not negate racism because there's a lot of wonderful, can I say white folks? My mom was white. Can I say white folks that are not racist, but that doesn't mean racism doesn't exist. 100%. And that systematic racism doesn't exist and that oppression does not exist. And that's what irritates me. Yes, you can make money, but they also use you as a puppet to bring destruction to a community. And that's just how I feel about it. So I understand that. Um, it's interesting, actually, when Lil Wayne made his points, I actually understood what he was saying, and it actually made me realize the value of his words. I actually agree with him. I'll slap you. Yeah, you should, and you should slap him. Why <laughs> would he say that? You have made money off of black people. You, if anything, this is when I knew he was he was on drugs. Because lie, nigga, lie. Yes. Like, that is when you lie. You lie when it's your reputation online. And behind closed doors, you could have been like, <laughs> I'm voting for Trump. But yes. in front of the TV, come on, bro. Like, first of all, he was real sloppy in the interview, which Ooh. irritated me. And then he was talking to her like he was talking to one of his homies in the hood or something. Mm-hmm. When you're on Nightline, you are you are now you are now supposed to be at some point some type of uh, role model for for and he's smarter hip-hop. than this. This is the you, you are, are a leader in hip hop. They are putting you on because you are a leader in hip hop. Yes. He's a very intelligent person. He, he has shown is. himself. You used to be the best rapper in the world for a time being. You came out with songs that were so meaningful and provocative and just profound in so many ways, and then. This is what you do. Prolific amount of songs, which were profound. And this is what you do. You go up there and you denounce Black Lives Matter. Now, here's the thing. I can understand if you said, hey, I'm in a tax bracket that this doesn't affect me as much, but Black Lives Do Matter. That's why people, and I'm so glad that T.I. has been yes. an amazing... Listen, if anyone's winning right now, it's T.I. Yes. T.I. has come out, and it's not even for his music. Just his, his character has been shown throughout this, and he denounced Wayne and what Wayne said because of this. Racism clearly exists. No one, no one can deny the existence of racism except if you're white, which is funny to me, and I'll tell you why. Because when it came to the voting, everybody, like, you'd be like... A white guy would be like, mm, I don't know if Trump's racist. And then a black person, he's racist. <laughs> and then a Hispanic person, trust me, he's racist. And then an LGBT person, like a queer yes. person, would be like, yes, he's racist. And then the black, white guy would be like, well, I'm not sure. Yo. Yes, that is exactly how <laughs> like, it goes. Like, yo, what do you mean you're not sure? Everyone that can be possibly affected is telling you one thing, right? So And sexist. And I'm not actually against Trump. I'm actually not one of the people who takes Trump's words personally. Um, I agree with President Obama when it's like, don't boo vote, right? Yes. So here's the thing. When it comes to Lil Wayne, don't denounce things that you're not a part of. You can simply say, I'm not active in this movement, but this is this is their concerns and their valid concerns, especially coming off a bunch of your homies being locked up. Yes. Like the hot boys all went to jail. <laughs> like everyone went to jail. I need that. You know what I'm saying? Turk yes. and Merck and Chirk and <laughs> like everybody, BG, everybody, everybody you knew went to jail at some point. And I'm not saying it wasn't at their, they weren't at fault, but we were talking about this before the show. I'm against having long, lengthy sentences for nonviolent drug related offenses, especially when it's personal use drugs. Like, personal use drugs should go to rehab. That's the point of jail, it's supposed to uh, rehabilitate 
prisoners and yet you're punishing them what are you doing you're making them more addicted to this drug yes. not worse so things like that like this is a valid concern black lives don't matter let's ask uh, alston and oscar grant and all these people who've been who've been very much affected by this oh we can't that's right they're dead mm. So mm. it really bothered me when Lil Wayne said that. And a lot of people on Twitter were not happy with him. Well, a lot of people, of course, black Twitter destroyed him. But what yes, I hate the most is how many white people sat at home and watched the and was like, see, I told see, you. See, I told you. You have all this money. You're in the leadership roles. And this is who we have as our leader. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is this is what they see. And it's the images that you put out. And it's just like, put on your white man voice, your work voice. You could have went out there with your work voice for because you know who was watching. You, the only reason why we've seen it, we weren't really watching his interview. The only reason why we've seen it is because because he was so ignorant that people start piecing it up and putting it on social media 100%. because most of us didn't tune in we black people didn't tune in the dateline nightline. others did and, I, I watched nightline, or nightline so. dateline lifeline yeah. deadline wayne line <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> well the hotline bling because i'm gonna tell you this right now that that was actually uh, it was terrible and it was horrible pr for little wayne everyone was waiting for carter five well, no. I hope those Trump supporters buy your album. <laughs> uh, story number two, on a more black lives that do matter. In St. Louis, Missouri, a mother is demanding answers and the and a community is outraged after News 4 showed her a picture of a police officer taking a photo with her deceased son in a thumbs-up pose. I don't know if you've seen this picture, but police found Kim Staten's 28-year-old son, Omar Rahman, dead on the scene of an accidental overdose. News 4 later discovered a picture of an unnamed North County officer posing with her deceased son in a thumbs up and smile and turned the photo over to her. This is outrageous. This is just despicable. It's outrageous. There's no reason. A person has lost their life. A person is dead and you're giving a thumbs up, basically taking the equivalent of a selfie. Yes. And I'm disturbed. What was this photo supposed to be for what was it supposed to do where was it supposed to go not only that if i was on the job with you you couldn't even ask me to take no photo of this so i feel not only should he be in trouble but the person taking the photo because what makes you go all right i'm gonna take a picture of you with the thumbs up that's and this is the problem we have with the police system their officers are not correcting the other officers that's when the person taking the picture should have been like no this is totally disrespectful this is out of line this is what are you doing but that lets you know that both of them probably got a lot of stuff going on that we don't know about and that's what scares me about law enforcement is stuff like this and i agree because this is outrageous. This, this Someone should be reprimanded here uh, in a big way. Also, you're very aware of what's going on even in the news right now. So for you to do this means that you have no fear. You have no fear of the, uh, the repercussions of your actions because this isn't the first time. No. It's not like, hey, this is the first time we're taking this picture. This is a practice photo. This is something you've done oh, over yeah. time. This, there was nothing uncomfortable here. This was a person who was like used to just throwing up that thumbs up. He probably up has a whole catalog camera. and this is the only one that got out. You know what I'm saying? He probably has pictures like this all the doggone time. Or, on the flip side, this could have been a cop just being stupid at the wrong time and just throwing up, and he just because he's white and he's bald and he looks a certain way, we're assuming that he's racist. There is that flip side. However, whatever it is, we can all agree that it was inappropriate. Yeah, he could not be racist. He, he could, could just be a clear be like, asshole. He could just be a... Yes, yeah, he could just be a, Exactly. He could be an ass where he was just giving a thumbs up because someone's taking a picture and he was just doing... Like, and honestly, it's something I might do, Right. But it's inappropriate. And when I do inappropriate things, I I expect to be reprimanded yes. for my inappropriate actions. And I expect it. And I fully warrant it. Please keep me in line. Because if you don't, I will go out of line. Everyone <laughs> knows this. So it's just despicable. And as a mother, 
wow, I can't even imagine how she must have felt. You don't want to see lost her like son. That. And this is and the, somebody's having a good time over the body. That's no the respect. part that is not having respect for this the deceased, and that's that's it, the part that's it's a lack of respect, and that's what we're seeing is there's a lack of respect uh, between law enforcement and the community that they're supposed to protect and serve. So, I don't know. Hmm. That's uh, and from one mother to another. Uh, not that I'm a mother, but to another mother that we're having a story about. A mother has been arrested for the murder of her 17 month old son. 21-year-old Christian Clark has been arrested in McKeesport, Pennsylvania, on charges mm. that she smothered her year-and-a-half-old son. I put that part in because I hated 17 months. Like, okay. Then, I, don't, <laughs> I didn't come here to do math, okay? That, then sent a video of the body to the child's father. Clark had also sent texts, your kids ain't safe here. I, I don't want them here, and I'm killing them, followed by laughing emojis. Reports say another child was found unharmed. Clark remains in jail with no bond. And here's the story is that the baby mama was just mad at the father. And that's why she did this. Because he wouldn't come home. This is the thing right here. I have done. I have done some horrible things. <laughs> for, for I men. hope you've never killed a baby. But though. there's no way in the world that a man, no matter what, he, that is your child. That that child came from your body. 100%. Why would you harm this baby? Go tear up his Jordans. Piss on the PlayStation. I, whatever you got to do and do pictures of that. But what would make you harm this i don't i don't get it but the fact that he didn't respond he's also being charged too as well because he, he is didn't that's alert. actually our very next story okay well the, uh, i don't know if you want to mix them or no we what, can what? mix them up together so in an interesting turn of events andre price the father involved in the christian clark case has also been charged in connection to the murder of a 17 month old son with two felony charges of failing to alert authorities Price also faces charges of endangering the welfare of a child because he ignored the text. And this is what I'm saying. He knows she don't got no sense. You don't date nobody. And I, look at this picture. He knew that his baby's mama wasn't wrapped well. This probably ain't the first so time she has done something she had, like this. It isn't. They had pictures of when she was choking the child. Here's the thing. This, go ahead. I was just going to say this because she's actually really kind of cute on the low. <laughs> and she's crazy. So she was probably really good in bed. Here's the thing that people don't realize. Um, and first of all, what she did was horrendous it was horrible as a mother that bond between mother and child is the most precious on earth secondly what she did was actually really counterproductive like do you think now he wants to go home like now he doesn't want to come like you've done a very counterproductive you want him to come home and then you kill his son he's never coming home like you don't want to come home to that if nothing else you don't want to even have this conversation like this is what what i'm saying saying. and i could be next if you're killing kids you sure the hell gonna stab me when i walk through the door so why would i even come home to that but he should have alerted the police because she he knew she wasn't wrapped well and if somebody ever threatens to kill your kid, you know, the, the kid, you send the police. It may be a precautionary measure, but as we know, on the flip side, black people, we do not like to call the police on each other. Uh, we we do really not. do not because for all we know, he, they could have showed up and then killed everybody. So that is, that's the weird balance of calling the police and then dichotomy. being a black man. Right. Then she'll go there, and especially when you're crazy, it is easy for women to flip the story. And set you up, and then it, all of a sudden now, now you're, you're going jail. to jail. And on top of that, he might not have took her serious. Like, yo, I've heard, if, if I took text seriously, like when girls text me, I, I'd have to call the police a lot. <laughs> like, I just wouldn't. It's just oh, yes. not a one-time thing. I remember one time I was sitting outside of my boyfriend's house and it was like three hours and he didn't come home because we were arguing. He was like, I don't want to see you. I'm telling you, I, I sent a whole bunch of the bombs and all the crazy. I said, if you want me to act the way you're treating me, it is about to go down outside your apartments. You better get here now or it's not going to be apartment complex standing. And I'm sending the laughing emojis, the bombs, the knives, the guns, because I was furious. You know what I'm saying? And he ended up pulling up <laughs> because 
I'm losing it at this point. But what I'm saying, I still would, and, and I was stepmother at the time, I wouldn't threaten to harm his son. The yeah, only time I ever threaten a son worst. is, and I did take, I do have to say this, I did text my ex ex boyfriend. I'm always a stepmother you for some th- reason. You threatened a child? This is what happened. I did say, <laughs> oh my God. I did his, okay, so his son was very, very stubborn. And it was time for him to get in the tub. And he didn't want to get in the tub. And I told, I texted him, I said, you better come home before I kill your son. But it was. <laughs> See, oh my God. and that's what I I'm did. saying. That's why when we charge this, <laughs> see, I don't know, I don't um, know the dynamics. I, I hope there's more. I hope there's more proof uh, because charging Andre Price is not going to help the situation. I hope there's more proof than just he didn't call the police. Which is the reason I say that is because he didn't know what was going on. When you get a picture, the kid could have been sleeping, and then you call the police, and now it's your fault, right? Yeah. So it is like you said, black people do not like to call the police. We're afraid of calling the police in a lot of situations, and so we try to handle a lot of things within ourselves. Like I know that if I got if I got robbed in a situation, most of the time I wouldn't even call the police. I would try to figure it out on my own. I'm, YG says it. You know, he says I call my homies, not nine one one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's real. That's, that's real. a real mentality, and that's something where the police. This is not the fault of just the civilian. This is the fault of the police. Yeah. That trust has been broken. So now we have to look at this as a repercussion. And of course, who's going to pay the price? The civilian is. Yeah. Because police officers aren't paying the price. We don't see them getting charged and convicted. But now Andre might do time because he wasn't aware. Of a situation. And also, we don't know what his mentality at the time was. We don't know if he saw the text straight up right away and and he was responding right away. We don't know all the facts. So hopefully we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. This is a horrible story. It uh, is. But now you can't text your, your boo nothing crazy. You know what I'm crazy. saying? Because now the, every time you say something crazy, the police, because we always be like, I'll kill you. Women, we say that to men all the time. So it's always going to be a police Women, officer like, at the and, door. We and always culturally, Middle Eastern people, it is a very normal thing to say. Yeah, I'll like, kill you. I remember one time when I was in elementary school, my dad was just dropping me off. And then one of my teachers was like, what did what did your dad say? And I was like, oh, he said that I should choke and die. Like, that's <laughs> yes. a very normal thing. Like, that's how he's... I threatened to slap you already you know on the Wayne story. Like, anyway, when that it's just was, a difference. In, but, I mean, we, we'll see what but happens. But they should put her there. under the jail. But, yeah, she should go to jail forever. And if he was being neglectful, then maybe he should face some... But not two felony <laughs> no, charges. Like, no, he He didn't actually convict commit the murder because in the end she still got you know she still got him punished anyway and that's probably what he was afraid of sending the police over there so you don't want to do that uh on a much lighter note and i mean that literally and figuratively because prince harry of england uh the younger brother of prince william is who could also possibly be the heir to the throne if all things happen and a lot of people die making headlines over being in a relationship with the suits with suits actress Meghan Markel. Now, the reason why this is making headlines is because not only have the two been spotted in several locations, and Prince uh, Prince Harry actually flew to Toronto just to visit her. Markel has a white father, but a black mother, and she's so bad. What? So she's technically black, right? Makes and that's folks. a big thing in the royal family. Like they actually call it blue blood because it's like their skin is so pale that you can see blue veins, mm-hmm. right? As opposed to like darker skin where you can see different yeah. color, or like green is blue blood. That's where that term comes from. So while there have been other scandals in the royal family over this generationally, this is the newest one and it's becoming a big deal. On the flip side, London is actually home to the most mixed race and mixed marriages in the world. Oh, Very second to Seattle, huh? Because it's home of the mixed girls. I don't know. I'm Seattle has mixed girls, but London is mixed. It's just, it's the population is more and it's more mixed. So it's very interesting. I don't know. I really like this relationship. Uh, at the same time, you know what, Prince Harry? 
honestly, you should listen to your family because I'm trying to get at Meghan Markle. <laughs> so I don't have a chance. Like, I don't have a chance when it comes up to Prince Harry. But this is what my favorite part of like, the story is because of the recessive gene. If they have a little black baby, I will see walk all up and down this damn street because there is a chance hilarious. that that recessive gene and kick in and they have a little brown baby. Oh, and I would love that. that I would happen. love that. That really could happen. I know it could happen. And it would be amazing. I know it could happen. Amazing. But Prince Harry, you know what? Prince Harry's done like questionable things. He wore that Nazi oh outfit my gosh, one time. I'll never forget that. So this actually brings him back a little to the side, you know? Yeah. And I've always liked Prince Harry. He seems like a cool dude. He seems like the one that I would hang out with. I don't feel like Prince William. No. Like, I, don't, I wouldn't hang him, but I'd, I'd kick it with Harry. You oh, know? Harry, Harry be like, kicking it. And I yeah. like him better with this Harry. Them are some funny looking kids anyway, but I like him better with, you know, the beard gang changes yeah, the beard, look for a beard lot of gang, men. Listen, beard, having a little bit of beard is like contouring for women with yes. makeup. You know what I'm saying? Adds a little flavor, a little spot, but it also covers up, you know, like I definitely keep It makes the beard. them way sexier. Like yeah, this beard, I, mean, I was like, okay, wait a minute, Prince. You yeah. look like the Prince of me. Yeah, He's looking the good. But that's the thing. He also offers the prince princess dynamic, which yes. not everyone can offer. That's an amazing Who That's, that's be just a like princess. a good relationship chip to have. You know what I'm saying? Like I've heard girls in in LA, you know, LA, and they'll be like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. As long as a guy's a nice, is really nice, it doesn't matter what color Ferrari he has. So, we have a very similar. He's a prince. Everyone, we dress up as princess for for Halloween. For all life. Of, I want to be a little princess. I played pretty, pretty princess growing up. Like, that's the dream right there. I just sea walk through a castle. Oh yeah, my gosh. I, mean, I love why this. Why are you sea walking everywhere? All right. So, um, moving on from a prince to the queen, Queen Bay, Beyonce, and her new BFFs, the Dixie Chicks, were reportedly removed mm. from the. Country Music Awards CMA website in their entirety coming off their stellar performance of Daddy Lessons at this year's CMAs due to the amount of racist comments. Okay? The supergroup was put back on the website once the story of their removal came out to the public uh, thanks to TMZ, actually. Yeah. So... A lot of people don't realize that they performed. Beyonce was asked to perform at the CMAs and invited the Dixie Chicks, not the other way around. The Dixie Chicks clarified that on their Twitter. They have an amazing performance of Daddy Lessons. It was iconic. Flip forward to when the CMAs puts up clips and all these racist comments just pop up on their website. Not the racism that doesn't exist. That type of racism? Yeah, that one. I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. So, yeah. So, that racism, like, real... Racist comments. And I remember, remember the movie Hunger Games when it was like that cute little black girl. Oh, and people my were making the worst. Worst. Comments. So I can only imagine what they were saying about this because Dixie Chicks are not more welcome at the CMAs than Beyonce no. because they had a couple outbursts when they went against Bush and the war, and they made very, very inflammatory remarks. And they even had shirts that said "Buck Fush," and it was great. Yes, you know, it was. it was great at the time because it's. I like anything that's just anti-establishment in general, right or left, right. So it's just great for people to speak their mind. Fast forward to now, you have Beyonce, who's the Queen Bee, who's uh, the icon of what people think is urban music, urban contemporary, but she's not. She's an R&B diva, but she's not. She's very pop. Yes. And she is on the CMA singing her country song, which was a huge hit on the country charts. Yes. And Daddy Lessons, and she invites the Dixie Chicks, of all people, to sing with her. Yeah, and it's like, you know what? The new Beyonce, I'm really liking yes, new Beyonce. Yes, from formation on up. Huh? Yeah, I'm liking <laughs> Dion, uh, the new Beyonce. I am liking her. I yes. am liking Miss Carter. Like, Miss Carter is coming to light. Yes. She's just doing things like very Rihanna-esque things that I like. And it's just very interesting watching this progression. So, uh, yeah, I uh, 
I don't even know what to say. I was flabbergasted before they even took this down because the minute they announced that she was coming, a big deal. oh, that t- they went crazy. I mean, and these people could be so harmful and so mean, and then yes. you're just going. Nothing has changed. And I feel like people are being more vocal because of the presidential election. I really do feel like people have come out of the woodworks and feel like it's a safe zone to hate. I feel like that now it's a safe space to hate because our presidential elect candidate, whatever, is acting a damn fool. And now I just feel like every everything is a race thing. And anytime I can say something ugly, now I'm going to say it and I'm not going to have any remorse and nobody's going to check me for it. You know, and so I feel like that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote a couple of the racist comments. I know you did. I posted them. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? About the Dixie Chicks. Yo, honestly, for white girls, they can get it. Okay. Story number seven. Now for some ooh. Mm. This is your favorite story. Ooh. Forever now, every Stephanie in hip-hop will forever be called Hefany. There's no way. Like, if you're Stephanie, you're Hefany, right? Thanks to uh, Young Ma's lyrics. However, now you can actually purchase Hefany at chosen liquor stores in Florida. First thought of as a prank, Hefany Hennessy which is actually kind of racist if you think about it, became a thing over the weekend. The Lilac Clothing Company showcased the specially branded Hennessy bottles at their pop-up shops over the weekend and began selling them at local stores. Many on the internet took exception and blamed cultural appropriation. A lot of people thought it was a prank, but it turned out to be real. A lot of people think Young Ma is involved. She is not. A lot of people thought Hennessy was involved. They are not. Well, and within 36 hours, she had a lawsuit against these guys. There was a lawsuit against these guys, so they start pulling it. So I put it on the internet. Um, if anybody could find me a bottle, I will give you $100 for the bottle. I need this bottle. I am in love with Young and May. I need this bottle so, so bad. But it is the, and they had the ooh liquor. They pretty much, I don't know if she trademarked it, and this is a big thing. Sometimes you don't know what's going to blow up, so you have to have your stuff trademarked. So I don't know if they really can get in that much trouble for taking the Hefany. And I, know I don't you're think they can. The- Legally, I don't think they can. Because and she, it's because she does. I do not believe that she at the time had a trademark no. on her. Why would she? It's just words, right? It's just headfinny. So the concept is, I think Hennessy has a lawsuit against them if they want one. Because Hennessy can say, you took our liquor and rebranded it and yeah. tried to resell it without our permission. Even though it's part of what would be considered an art exhibit. A lot of companies do do stuff like this. However, I don't think Young Ma actually has a case. I she don't either. She said headfinny. She didn't invent anything. You you can't invent a word and then you can own a word. Yeah. Bootylicious belongs to Beyonce. Yeah. You can own a word. You're fired belongs to Donald Trump. He bought it. He effectively went and trademarked it. She needs to trademark Hefany and then stuff like this wouldn't happen. I would love a Hefany bottle. I, I want I it so drink. bad and they call it ooh liquor. And it's, it's just like you took everything from the song. I mean, you can prove it's from the song. You can do all that. Sure. But when it comes to le- 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 legality. Thank you. Look at you. Got my back and whatnot. You know, I got a mumble demon that I don't think there's nothing she could really do. And I feel like, unfortunately for us, sometimes we're not educated properly on everything that we need to do and we lose out a lot. And I think that's a big reason why everybody was like, man, it's four white boys and stuff. Yeah, I mean, people are going crazy. Well, they stole our idea. It you comes know? down to money at the same yeah. time. It comes down to who has more money because they can just tie this up in legal, uh, mm-hmm. legal limbo for a long time. I do think that this is cultural appropriation in its words. Like, yes. This is the definition of cultural appropriation. You saw something, it wasn't yours, you took it, you made it yours. Here's the thing. We can do the same thing. We can. We don't have to appropriate culture. We can utilize our own culture yeah. and be the ones who are making money. All these clothes, when we're promoting Tommy Hilfiger and all, these are not our brands. We do not own them. If black people bought stocks in Nike the way they buy Nikes and Jordans, oh. we would all be re- wealthy and rich. Like This is things that we can do on our own 
so that our culture is not appropriated. We don't have to allow it to let go. We can keep the dollar in the black community. And we're not teaching that enough, though. And that's, I always say it goes back to school and in-house. We're not teaching that so you don't know it. And then things like this happen and you're going, ah, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. just... And That's we're going, how it happens. Ah, because I wish I had come up with yes. this. Why didn't I think of Anthony Liquor? <laughs> oh it my must, gosh! And you know what? I bet you it sold out. I bet oh, you it sold did. Out. I'm telling you, I have three people in New York trying to find me a bottle right now. It's they, in Florida. They, it's in Florida. It's they only have, in Florida. No, it's not. It's in New York too. People brought. I'm telling you, it's only in Florida. Anyone that says in New York, anyone else, the Lilac Company only sold it in two stores in Florida. Hmm. Yeah, so that is a real then thing. Then how did somebody in New York get there? So people got it and oh. then they sent it, but Lilac only sent it, only you could only purchase it in Florida, and they were supposed to put it online, but I don't know if that's going to happen now. Because, yeah, I know they had to take them all down, so I have people running around New York for no reason. No, yeah, it's only in Florida. So if you had someone in Florida, they could buy it. I still have somebody in Florida. Is it still up? Uh, it, I don't think it's any. No. Damn. Yesterday. You could have got it yesterday. Ah, See? Ooh. ooh. That's how it works. Um, and the last story of the day. Samuel L. Jackson's infamous bad movie, Snakes on a Plane, became a reality when passengers on a commercial flight in Mexico were given a jolt after a snake slithered free and into the cabin. The snake was secured and no passengers were harmed. I don't believe that everyone was harmed. That is the scary. Look how big yeah, that snake is. Yeah, you're saying snake. That's a grown, full-blown ass that's snake. That's a grown man snake. Like, yo, that's a, <laughs> a grandfather that's snake. That's scary. It is scary it's that this happened. snake. <laughs> so what would you do if this happened? You were sitting. What if you were sitting there? I don't, you know, I, you, I don't even, you know, I, you know, we're, we're animated people. I would have acted a plum dumbass fool. You would have thought it was three terrorists on the plane. The way that's in that damn snake. You hear me? I'd have been screaming, hollering, shaking, They're falling lucky out. this happened in Mexico because American customer service, you would have had to give me free flights for, for life. You, yes, that like, is this exactly is, this what is, I was going to say. Especially if you're sleeping. Oh my, or your baby's right there. The kid, oh my you know how gosh. your kids be like, it's a snake. You're like, whatever. And it's really a grown snake. And apparently the snake was possibly poisonous. So oh. that makes it even worse. But they were able to secure. To me, it's like, who secured the snake? Like, who you was. You said it was a place in Mexico. They, they, they are regulars, like, okay? Bueno. They got it. They could do anything. I told they you, my did. ex is Mexican. I mean, he would have caught the snake. I would have had a purse in, in the air by the in time the he air. landed. Like, okay. I don't know. I, just, I don't know how I would have acted had this happened to me. I do. Thank goodness it did not happen to Kanisha. Because I feel like you would have just been crazy. It would have been stupid. I would have acted a str- uh, I would have acted a fool. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, thank you guys. This has been Headlines with Headliners. Remember, if you have any comments, thoughts, opinions, right below. Make sure to tune in every single week. We are here at BHL. Tell your friends to tell their friends. Share and subscribe. Share our videos on YouTube. Get all your major headlines from us. I'm at I am Tehran. I am Tehran. If you don't know how to spell Tehran, just watch CNN. And of course, I'm with. Hey, Kanisha Bus B U S S I. What is my Kanisha <laughs> is comedy. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, this Thursday I will be at the comedy store as well. So come out and what what hang time? Out. Uh, Nine o'clock at the Belly Room upstairs. Nine forty-five. That oh. show runs late. Oh, man, that I want to be there, but I have my own show at the Laugh Factory every Monday and Thursday at 10. Shameless plug. But this Thursday, I'll be in San Francisco. Sorry, guys. Make sure to catch so me funny. whenever you can. I can't believe that snake. <laughs> I'm like, oh, still my gosh. Shook. Look at that. Look at it. It's a snake. It's, oh, is that a bird? Is it a plane? No, <laughs> it's a snake on the plane. Hey. You guys have a great night. Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live. 
the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.